Greetings, everyone. Those who are here and those who are here virtually. We greet you now in the name of our Father, and we ask him to come bless us during this special day. It's Mother's Day. That's a special, special day. And we will prepare you for the word that, that God has for us today. With the music from the Carr family, we invite them now to come with praises because when praises go up, blessings come down. Hallelujah, it is so important that we always remember where our help, the real help, the miracle making, wonder working help only from the Lord and we praise him this day for who he is and now you come with me to the New Testament gospel of John John chapter 19 John chapter 19 Verses 25 through 27. John chapter 19, verses 25 through 27. And now, if you are able, please stand out of respect for God's holy word. And listen now, listen for the word of the Lord. Meanwhile, standing near the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Please pray with me, almighty, everlasting, everywhere present God. As I stand before your people, your life. The words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for you are my strength. And you are my redeemer. 
in the precious and holy name of Jesus, I pray. Let the church say, Amen. Amen. With a smile on your face, those of you who are watching and those of you here in the sanctuary, smile. Glory to God. The sermon topic, topic is Mary, the mother of Jesus. On this Mother's Day, let us talk about Mary, the mother of Jesus. The Bible says that a group of women, along with the apostle John, stood near the cross. And John, who authored this gospel, John specifies four women. Mary, the mother of Jesus. Mary's sister, Salome. The mother of James and John. Mary, the wife of Cleopas, and Mary Magdalene. Oh my God, it took courage. It took courage to stand there amid such hatred and ridicule and suffering. Oh, but their being there must have encouraged our Lord. Oh, beloved, yes, this is the story of the crucifixion of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. But we must take just a moment and remember that that man, fully God, fully human, that perfect man had a mother. And if you know anything about motherhood, you know that a mother is never really separated from her children. Somebody say amen. While the others were focusing on the man, Jesus, Mary saw her son. Oh, I don't care how big you get. You steal your mother's child. I don't care how important the world tells you you are. You are still your mother's Child, I don't care how grown you think you are when it gets down to it. You steal your mama's baby. Mary saw her child. The same child she diapered, the same child she held in her arms and made eye contact with as he nursed her breast. The same boy she carried on her hip as she walked the marketplace. The same boy she washed as a baby. She saw the same boy she nursed back to health when his temperature was high. The same boy she changed when his diaper was soiled. The same person she watched grow up from a helpless infant to a man. Mary, Mary, Mary's baby was being crucified. Beaten. Crown put on his head that caused the blood to run from his scalp. Beaten over and over and over again. Mary's child she witnessed being crucified. 
Beloved, who? Who in the world had taken the time and the effort to try to understand all the ramifications of Mary's heart when her child is being killed? Well, I can tell you who knows. <laughs> I can tell you who knows all about what Mary was going through. Oh, I can tell you. <laughs> I can tell you who you need to ask about a mother's pain. Oh, you're not going to like it because most of the world ignores this mother's pain. Oh, I can tell you who is an expert on watching her children being killed over and over and over again for now over 500 years. If you really want some insight into Mary and into her pain, then you need to ask an African-American woman, ask a sister. Because if you are a black woman who has birthed a child, a son in particular, in America, you don't have to wonder what Mary, the mother of Jesus, was going through as she stood at the foot of the cross. Oh, you, my sister, you, you already know. Black mamas have witnessed the killing of their children in America since slavery and the killings have not stopped. Black women in America have known what it is to watch their sons being hung from a tree. Black women have watched their children tarred and feathered and dragged down the street. We know what it feels like to have our children taken from us, castrated and beaten to death. Oh, we know, we know. We know how it feels to see our little boys grow up and become wanted men just because they are black. Yeah, we know. We know what it feels like to watch society mock and stereotype and look down on fear, falsely accuse, abuse, insult, and kill our children and ignore our pain. We know. We know how it feels to be in a courtroom and hear the judge sentence the little boy who we remember holding and watched sleep. We know. We know what it feels like to see our sons become monsters after being addicted to drugs supplied to them by people in high places. Oh, yeah, we, we know, we know what it feels like to witness our children kill each other with guns supplied by our enemies after they have been fully taught to hate themselves. We know. We know what it feels like to have our children taken from us by slave masters, miseducated in school systems that don't culturally understand them, misstood, understood by our racist society, and too often misjudged by the court system. Mm. We, we, we know, we know about collect calls from the prison or the jail. We, we know about jails. Oh yeah, that that house our children in disproportionate numbers. You want to know how Mary, the mother of Jesus. Felt. Ask 
a black woman in America. A black woman in America knows, she knows the pain and the agony and the heartbreak when it comes to our children. So, so Mary, you don't have to stand alone at the cross, Mary. My dear sister, we with you, Mary. We with you. Oh, Mary, we know, we know, we know. Mary, we know because our children are killed every single day. But, somebody say but. But, but Mary, Mary, I'm sure that as you stood there, you remembered the word of God. Mothers, those in particular who've lost their children to violence, you have to remember the word of God. You see, God had given Mary a word. He had given Mary a word that would help her in a time like this. She would remember what the prophet Simeon said when Mary and Joseph brought baby Jesus into the temple to have him dedicated. He said to Mary, he said, a sword would pierce her own soul. A sword. Mm. Listen, God warns us so that we will be Strong when trouble comes. He tells us in this world, yes, you will have trials and tribulations. Then he says, but, but, but be of good cheer now because I've overcome the world. He tells us that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes. In the morning, he tells us that they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not get weary. They shall walk and not faint. Jesus tells us that he will make our enemies our footstools. He tells us that you and your whole household shall be saved. The Bible says all things are working together. All things are working together for good to them who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Therefore, beloved, for us to make it over, we must hold on to the unchanging word of God. Sister, it's going to be all right. Remember, Mary, Pharaoh's army got Drowned it all, Mary, don't you weep. <laughs> oh, but doing Mary's sorrow and in the midst of her son's pain, something wonderful happened. Can you believe that in the midst of pain, wonderful things can happen? You should expect it. Trouble ain't for nothing. So, so we see, Mary, the Bible says that your children will one day rise and call their mother blessed. 
When you've been there for your child, you know, putting the money on the books, visiting them in jail or prison, taking them to the drug rehab center, driving them to school, spanking them when it was necessary, loving them in spite of their weaknesses, they won't forget. The word of God says that Jesus, while suffering on the cross, had his mother's welfare on his mind and in his heart. Oh, and in those horrible moments, Jesus speaks to his mother. We're going to learn something today. And his best friend. I said to his mother and his best friend. Not, not one of his sisters or brothers. Not, not, not his cousin or aunt or uncles. I said, I said, the Bible teaches us that Jesus speaks to his mother and his best friend. John's gospel said, and he says, dear woman, which in that day was a, a word of great respect. He said, dear, dear woman, here is your son. And then he says, John, here is your mother. In other words, John takes care, please take care of my mother, John, as if she were your mother. So many times I try all the time to live out the word of God, but the problem is many times people don't understand what Christians do because they don't know the word of God. That's why we come to church on a Sunday. Uh, Jesus was taught as the oldest son in that culture, that he was responsible for his mother if she had no husband. And knowing that, his sisters and his brothers never understood or supported him. He could do no great work in his own hometown. He picked his own disciples, and his family was not among them because they did not believe who he said he was. But only one fully understood who Jesus was. She told the man at the party, you just do what he tells you to do. Oh, because she knew he could turn water into wine. His mother, his mother believed and she followed Jesus. Not, not, not her children, but she followed Jesus. Not his half brothers and sisters, but his mother followed Jesus. And so he left his mother in care of someone 
who was saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost like she was. Interesting, isn't it? He left his mother with John, the Bible says, whom he dearly loved because he wanted his mother to be in the home of somebody who was saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. There's a lesson in here. But this is not just a simple lesson. Let me give you just a little foundation. It goes much, much deeper than that. Listen, listen, listen. Oh, recall the passage from Mark 3.31. It says, then Jesus' mother and brothers arrived. He had sisters too, but women were a little ignored in that day. Then Jesus' mother and brothers arrived. Standing outside, they sent someone in to call Jesus, and they told him, your mother and your brothers and sisters are outside, Jesus, looking for you. And Jesus asked the question. Jesus asked the question, who are my mother and my brothers? Mm. Then he looked at those seated in a circle around him, the people he had chosen to be his family. He looked at them and he said, here is my mother and my brothers. Whoever does God's will, Jesus is saying, is my brother, my sister, and my mother. So Jesus made it clear that those who believe in God are members of his family. Uh-oh, you better learn this today. Therefore, Jesus commanded Mary and John to become joined as relatives, to become joined as mother and son. And with that last wish, we see the birth of the family of Jesus Christ. He said, and who are the members, Jesus said, of my family? We are. You and I, those of you who have received him as your Lord and Savior, we are the members of Jesus' family. We are the family of Jesus Christ. We are joined together at the foot of the cross. We are joined together in Jesus, saved by his blood. What does that make us? Blood kin. This is deep stuff. I understand it, though. Join together. We are blood kin when we are Christians. Because the truth is this. Human blood is not always thicker than water. Oh, it's some things we need to realize, beloved. Some things we need to 
realize. Look, look at this group of people gathered today in the church and watching verse virtually. They are your mothers and fathers, sons and daughters, brothers and sisters. You know what? We used to understand the word of God. And I, I don't know a church that was so disciplined by the word of God like at one time the black church. He said we used to understand that whole concept of the spiritual family. The extended family. The village. Now we knew how the village worked. And now you will hear people my age talk about what we lost when we threw the baby out with the, with the water. What old people used to say, we threw it, we threw out everything. And because we changed to be like other people who don't understand spiritual stuff as much sometimes as we do, We know that the way we have lived the last 50 years left too many behind. But the village, I'm talking about the village. I'm talking about when we were colored. Y'all remember when we was colored? When we was colored, we called people in the church brother and sister, did we not? When we were colored, we took in children who needed a family. Oh, when we were colored. We looked out for each other. We shared our resources. You didn't have to go all the way to Vons, get in your car if you needed an egg or some flour. You just walk next door. When we were, when we were colored, we took care of our senior citizens and we respected our elders when we were colored. When we were colored, the village reared the children. When, when we knew about extended family when we were colored. Nobody felt abandoned when a parent left them because someone else in the family or the community would take them in and love them as their own. Yes, we did. We understood the scripture. We understood the culture of Jesus when we were colored. Jesus says to us, you are one family. Those who believe the church of Jesus Christ, you are one family. You're my family. I gave my life as a sacrifice for your sins. I, I, I took the judgment which belonged to you and I died on that cross so that all of you might have life and have it more abundantly. I was separated from God, my father, and on the cross and condemned to die so that you would be forgiven, so that you would be welcomed as a child into heaven. I have joined you together. Lord have mercy now. Now look. 
Look around. Just if you can, just, just look around each other and you, you'll learn that as Jesus' family, he requested we, that we take care of each other, that we help each other, that we, that we cry with each other, we laugh with each other, we support each other, defend each other, and love one another. It's a sad thing when people are looked down on if they come into a church and we don't know them or they don't look right. But you know what? They'll know we are Christians. By our, by our love, by our love, listen, we find our identity and our unity and our relationship with each other beneath the cross of Jesus. That's what makes you my Sister, that's what makes you my brother. That's why I call everybody old, younger than me, daughter. That's why I call young men son. You're my family. <laughs> Jesus shed blood. That makes us blood kin with the world, church. Do you know where our children are? today because all children are our children when I would walk the streets of, of Compton, California with the nation of Islam because they were the ones who could protect me the most in that community and also when I was in New York I saw their work I can remember saying to some of the kids who whose uh, jeans were just all down to the knees some of them just I can remember saying to the leaders of the gangs you are my children. You are my children. You might have turned the wrong corner. And I certainly don't like the things I see you do, but you still my children. And I'm here to ask your forgiveness. Because both white flight and African-American middle-class flight left you behind. You're my child. And then I can remember telling one of them, now, now hold your pants with one hand and give me a hug with the other. Because you're my children. And I will not abandon you. Beloved, do you remember when all the adults in our community would address every boy's son and every girl as daughter? <laughs> we still need to do that. Because literally, many young people today don't even know what a father is. In fact, I learned 
that they would call the jail, we're going to see daddy. Because that's where they learned to discipline. Not in their home, there was no man. This country had found a way to take the men away. If you take the men away, then the women and the children will not be okay because you took their very protection. We still need to do that if we want to be like Jesus. Some practices we need to take back because they were healing and they were real and they were loving and they were kind. They were communal and they were Christian. And so let me close on this Mother's Day with this. Therefore, I declare this Mother's Day at Pacoma First United Methodist Church and all the Christian churches in America, a day in honor of motherhood. And you don't have to birth a baby to be a mother. Motherhood, because when you get old, all the young people used to call you mama, whether you birthed them or not. I'm talking about motherhood, especially designed to honor those mothers who have lost children to hate and violence. We must stop blaming the victim and love and cry and support the victim. We honor you, my sisters. We weep for your pain. We're praying for you. Because we all in this together. May God see you through and may our prayers lift you up. Because every woman who has ever birthed or adopted or taken in or loved and cared for children is a mother. When I was growing up, we had play mamas. Mm-hmm. We love that word mother. Motherhood. Motherhood. And mama, you know we love you. It's not easy being a mama in America today. It's not easy. There are more single black women in America today than there have ever been since we've been on the face of the earth, and certainly in this country. More single men because by design, they have destroyed in many ways black men. And so mama, You know we, we love you. Mama, you may, you may have kids and every one of them have a different daddy. We still, Mama, we love you.
We know what it is not to have enough money. We know what it is to be totally and fully responsible for our children. But the day is long gone when neighbors would reach out. My baby sister, she would not mind me sharing this. My baby sister was legally adopted. Black people would take children in, but it was rare for them to legally go through the courts and adopt them. By blood, she was my cousin. But in reality, she became my sister. Because my mother was always taking in children. She was 18 months old, dying of malnutrition. Couldn't say but one word. The doctor said she might not make it. My mama said, give me that baby. I can remember when we ran bath water. It scared her so that mama would take her clothes off, get in the bathtub, and we'd hand her my baby sister. She's grown now and very successful and a wonder to behold. It came time when her birth mother wanted to reach out to her. And she said, I had a mother. She said, I had a mother. I can still love you, but I don't know you. And I'm here because I had a mother. All of us have had a mother. It is the most precious thing we can do is to love to love the children everywhere. There's a song that has just become the biggest hit for, for the group who sang it at the beginning. All children, some are better to their mothers than others. Have you ever heard somebody say, but she treated, she treated him better than she treated me. Well, she's a human being and he treated her better than you treated her. Oh, just help me song.
You know I love you, Mama. Ever thought I'd get to be 80? Mama, you're the queen of my heart. My mother was 56 when she loved you. Your love is like tears from the stars. She mothered so many. Mama, I just I want always you knew to know that my mother
who believed in us and said you can make it you gonna be somebody and you're beautiful important that Jesus leave his mother with someone who loved him like she did who worshipped him and so today we pray that Christians will become the family that God intended for us to become Jesus name pray. This time is time for our offering and we invite you to give. And as you give, we will prepare to leave this place thankful. grateful because the evidence is that we made it through we are still here because you have called us all who are women to be And so as we prepare to leave the sanctuary today, remember those mothers who find yourself in pain, remember Mary. Remember she Let us stand. 
Let the church say amen.